June 30th morning session. Eleanor. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How's this? Perfect. Okay, good. Um, so, things were going pretty well for a while, and, um, and now I'm sort of in this eddy, you know? And, um, and I know how I got there. In this eddy? Uh, in a, like a whirlpool. Oh, uh, right, okay. It was like this thing going on. Oh. And, um, uh, Eddie, it's a, well, you know, yeah. water. Um, a loop or something. Water. Water. Water's it's water. Water's water. Water's water. Water's Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, what happened was maybe yesterday morning during meditation, um, I got this image of a hammock and the hammock was like uh, all the, like dualism or something. And, um, and I'm like sort of just happily swinging in the hammock and inside me are all of these parts, you know, the part that wants to get support and the part that doesn't feel support and the part that wants love and the part that thinks they don't have love and, you know, on and on and on. And, and um, then I think, okay, so who's seeing this, you know? And, and then somebody's seeing it. I don't see a form, but somebody is. And then what's after that? And I draw a blank, you know? But then, so that's okay, I guess. It's just that now I'm all attached to this concept and I keep referencing it and coming back to it. And I think it's, I have parts of me that think it's cool, you know? And all of this stuff, but... The concept, on, the concept being the three parts? Yeah. Okay. The, the whole the three package. parts and, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, um, I'm just right there. Mm. It's like, and, uh, so then I'm aware of, like, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, you know, some aversion to the situation. Even, and uh, but there it is again and again, you know. So is there just a desire for it to not be there? I just feel kind of well. See, I say aversion, right? Because it's, it's like it's to this thing where I think, ah, oh, you know. So, um, but when you ask me that, I think I just. I'm done with it. Like I've done years and years of unpacking things, and yeah. it's really easy for me if I think, "Oh, I need this," and then I think, "Okay, so this and not this," and then things shift from there, you know. And so I don't know if it's desire. It must be. There's some aversion to the the situation as it stands. This and not this. That was your technique? Yeah, like, uh, uh, yeah, it, it kind of started when the Kleenex got passed back to me when I was first speaking on one of the, maybe the second or third day. And I said, oh, that feels like, uh, that's, thank you for the support. And you said, it feels like that. And then later on, that just bubbled up and it was like, oh, support and no support. They're both true and not true. Yes. And it was just like this relaxation came in. So, this keeps going on, you know? It's like right from there, it's, oh, love and not love. 
they're both true. Okay. None, neither of them are true. Okay. Neither <sighs> of them are true. Yeah, yeah, and then there's just like relaxation or calm or something. And so that's been happening. That's when I say things are going pretty well. I mean, it was like, it was just stuff would come up and move at that point. It's this whole fucking hammock thing. Yeah. Where I'm like having a nice time swinging in the hammock of duality or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's, um, so I try like, okay, thought, not thought, but it doesn't work this time. <laughs> it doesn't, things don't like go and shift. Okay. So let's cross-reference the this and not this, okay. love yeah. and not love, yeah. with with the three steps of, okay. of hammock observing and blank. Okay. So where does love and where does not love happen? Inside, at um, inside the universe, <laughs> the one in the hammock, like inside there, yeah. like inside that one is <coughs> uh, like. The love, not love. Okay. And so what is the one looking on at that? What's the perspective of love and not love from there? The one that's looking on at the one in the hammock or the one in the hammock looking on at the little world inside, worlds inside. So the one in the hammock is looking on. The one in the hammock believes it, is not looking on, is feeling it and believing it. One yeah. who's looking on is not in the hammock, is looking at the hammock. Yeah, the, the one in the hammock is content and holding the space for it. So I guess believes it. Believes it, for, for it must, sure. Must, because must it's made of it. it. Yes, it's must made of it. it. Yeah, okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. There's no objectivity there. Right. That's my world and this is real, this is duality and it's a-okay and what the heck are you talking about? It's that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. I don't mean this in a judgmental way, but it's like sloth, you know, it's like a kind of busy laziness. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. So tell me about the perspective of love and not love for the one who's watching the hammock and the one who's in the hammock. The one that's watching the one in the hammock, love and not love, simply seems like this interplay that's in there. It seems like an, uh, an interplay that's going on inside the one in the hammock. I mean, it just, it seems like it's just doing its thing. That's the perspective of the one looking on. Yeah. And behind that. Well, this is, this is where it feels fucked up, 
because there's nothing there. But I mean, I know we've been talking about nothingness, but this doesn't. I mean, this just feels. Beyond that, there's this place that for a split second feels something, just it doesn't feel anything, just is, but it is a split second and then uh, a bunch of other stuff starts happening like, I don't know. Um, It's random things from there, but it's a split second behind that one. (coughs) But it doesn't feel like expansive or or good or anything. It just is like. I'm delighted it's not expansive or good. Yeah, yeah, I'm really aware of. Living for a long time. <laughs> this is what's coming up. I'm aware of living for a long time with expansive equals good, good equals right. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So see, it's like there's that glimpse, and then I'm all the way back into is not is again. Yes. And that's this eddy or this loop, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So if I get pissed off about being pulled back into the the dualistic part again. What, what are you getting pissed off for? It's like I know what's there, I know how this goes. Uh, but there's some part that gets pissed off about that. that okay, so pissed off, let's see. Some part that has something like, ah, <laughs> you know, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. Wee, blah. It's like a roller coaster. Wee, blah. Wee, blah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, got it. Hi, <laughs> Sandy, we would just be using sound effects for no language. <laughs> 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 they work, though. You're better in language, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Do you see what it is? It's the desire. That's that's what's making the eye snap into a, a you know so-called into into being again or into being noticed again. The second after uh-huh. there's nothing. It's like whoops, you know. What about me? What about me? And it rises up again with I don't like because the strongest tool that the eye has is desire. It is the strongest way to validate its existence. So all it's doing is like, whatever it's, whatever thought is going to come next, we're not going to like it. So it's just plain desire, and then you're imagining it, the thought of the hammock. I mean, it could be desire for a comfortable chair, you know? I mean, it could be anything. It's desire. Desire is what the most potent thing for the eye. And you're believing the desire, and here we have a you who's got a story that she doesn't like something. Yeah. You're running desire. You haven't started okay. looking at desire. Okay. Not really. Because it's up and you don't see it. 
and you're okay. thinking that the desire, and in the, if you do an awful lot of therapy, it's very easy to get into the groove that the desire felt, tells you that something is wrong someplace. Tony, you've got this too. Do you know this kind of thing of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, like, if something doesn't feel right, okay, there's something to be fixed. Yeah, yeah, I've done that for years, see. And so there's some, some part where it's like, I really get it. There's an infinite number of things to find there. It's infinite. It's, 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 it's infinite. You, know, it's, it's infinite. you would never be fixed. But so I say that, and I'm I'm hearing that there's still desire. You know. Yes. So it's like desire. You're right. I don't need. have I don't have like oh so much awareness about this desire. I think. Yeah. Yeah, you're not spotting, you're not onto the desire, you're onto right. the object of the desire. Right, and right. I fix that. Because right that's, okay. that's therapy. That's therapy. That's that realm. This okay. is about looking at the, the, the conceptual framework that's making you feel you're real. The uh -huh. conceptual framework is desire. Uh -huh. The product of desire, not interested. Uh -huh. The conceptual framework has you caught, and it's desire. So... Desire arises and it's followed. Hey bingo, we've got Eleanor again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Desire is just a thought. Lots of thoughts arise and you don't grab them. Right, right. But when it's desire, oh, there's a habit there. Okay. This gives me something to work on. Juice. See, this sounds like I immediately want to have something to work with because I'm about to, I have like something that wants to say, okay, so how do I get, how do I do yeah. this, right? Yeah. So there it is. Yeah. But it still feels, yeah, I feel blind is. about it. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. It's like we're just opening a door to a more uh -huh. subtle layer. Uh-huh. And, and you have a smell of it, but you can't quite slip through to see yeah. the subtle layer that's full of us yet, you know? Yeah. It's all right. Well, could I have a clue about... develop an antennae that observes desire because the observer is observing duality but it's, it's not onto observing desire. It's not. Okay. You've given it a free nice. pass because you think you need it to tell you how to fix yourself and you're never broken, you were never broken, there's nothing to fix, it's just a whole load of experience that's had by an eye. It's mm -hmm. completely and totally to be deleted. <laughs> <laughs> so now all the psychotherapists in the room go, <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
haven't done this some years ago. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I have to sit with it. It seems hard. What is real, unreal? 
Mm. So that's all there is to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, can we just do Sherry because the mic is near her? Is that alright, Ed? Yesterday, really did open up Pandora's box <laughs> for me. Um, I guess for the personality. Yeah, sure. Um, yes, we were talking about relaxation, and I mean, you had suggested sex as a way to relax, and I, I, was, I really realized how important relaxation was, and, and how it really it's hard for me. So, um, so, so yesterday, I, I, I got a massage, and then I thought, well, maybe taking a walk would be a good way to relax. I didn't think sex was a good idea for retreat. So yeah. <laughs> you didn't you find all the offers you got? Give <laughs> <laughs> me the timesheet. Come on. <laughs> And so I did my own thing and did whatever I felt like doing. And for a long time, you know, I was like a street kid. And then, you know, it was interesting. And then my father got me married when I was 10, and she tried to have some sense of control. And I told her to fuck off. Like, nobody's in charge of me. Nobody's the boss of me. And I sort of had that intense spirit of nobody is the boss of me. And, um, and so it's sort of a very deep character trait of Sherry, you know, the yes. story of Sherry. Yeah. So then I got to thinking, I said, well, here I am at the retreat, feeling, you know, that sort of sense of, okay, um, you know, doing what I thought was a good idea, but, but still, it was still rebellious in some way, defiant. And then I thought, well, you know, you're here for a reason, you know, you're here for a reason. And, um, and then I got to thinking, you know, how will, the will, my will is so strong. Yes. You know, then yes. I said, and here again, I'm here for a silent retreat. 
And so I got the sense of, okay, not my will, but my will. Silence is asked for a reason. Um, not, you know, I didn't maybe, don't really understand, and I've never been on a 10-day silent retreat before, but there is a reason here. And um, so I, maybe I don't even have to know what the reason is. Maybe I should just maybe like, surrender to it and allow it. And, um, you know, then I, then I got into the sense of, like, authority and how I've never in my whole life, really, maybe one or two people that I've ever felt could give me direction. Like, I was sort of just, I'm out there, like, on my own, just kind of doing whatever willy-nilly thing comes up and um, <laughs> walking my own beat. And, um, and how hard it is for me to trust someone might be able to give me guidance. So there's no sense of, of like the sense of, of allowing that. It's kind of striking, but I, I feel like it's possible here. So I said, so, so what's the defiance, you know? So, so anyway, I just got in the sense of what that sense of willfulness and then what it would possibly mean to surrender it and to thy will, not my will, thy will be done. So that was really important because, okay, so then we'll go back to, you know, I can kind of hold that for a little bit. Um, but it was interesting how it just sort of cascaded into, you know, into so many different places in, in me. Um, trying to think of like other things that came up. Um, uh, you know, the sense of, um, you know, of the juice of, of you know, the certain things that you, you did bring up, like, you know, even with, okay, relaxing, and then, like, you know, like sex does have juice. It does. And so the thing is, though, but it comes with relationships. <laughs> and relationships have really always been problematic. So then it went back to the, okay, the, you know, the sense of the problem in relationships and how that, that, I, I, I kind of have, like, you know, in my own little walk into my own beat, I've had pretty intense, like, I, I kind of go for the juice, I've gone for the juice. And then I, so I've gone for it, and then I, I have the, it, it, it's heartbreak. And then go for the juice and heartbreak, and go for the juice. So I sort of see how, how that doesn't work anymore. And so I'm at a crossroads in my life where I'm like rebuilt, I got, like things are just kind of evaporating and dissolving, like my whole life, like, like my work, um, like, you know, I just don't, you know, I got laid off, so I'm not, not in a job right now. I'm not in a relationship. I'm sort of like in this crossroads. I don't even, so that's why I first came here. I said, I don't know what to do about anything. Um, so, so in a certain sense, I, I sort of see the, the, the um, oh, from the whole picture, you know, how the, the dualistic thinking of, of, of juice, of pain and pleasure, go, just, they just go together. They go together. They do. They do go together. So the sense, I, you know, that's where I meant when I said I know it, the show is over because that's what it is. Yes. It's just pain and pleasure Correct. over and over, over and over. Ad nauseum. Yes. Ad nauseum, right. Yes. So, so that's where I feel like, um, you, know, I, you know, okay, so, um, you know, then the sense of, um, you know, I don't know, maybe the sense then, you know what to do with that. <laughs> you know the sense of okay, I'm right there. I, I, that the pain and pleasure thing. It is it, over. So then the little juice. So then I kind of went into an observer place about all of this. Yes. And you know, and I could see. You know, then I sort of had some sense of like, okay, there's a little juice here and there. You know. Yeah. Uh, 
but it, it, it wasn't that important, <laughs> you know. But yes, it wasn't. But there's a few sticky things. But you know, I don't know what else to go from this, um, except that I know that all that sense <coughs> these things are arising. Yes. Yes. So to surrender your will, the personal will, to whatever you want to call it, divine will, universal will, whatever feels authentic for you. How does that sit? Is it just like accepting? Like, and I'm, it's not like the feeling, it's like this, I'm, not, I'm not a retreat and it's okay to just abide by the, like, you know, by the rules. <laughs> it's like, you know. Sure. It, is that what surrender is? No, 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 I'm talking about a much deeper level, really. It's about, it's about surrendering your personal will. See, that's what I guess what I'm trying to get a sense of us. What yeah. does that mean? It's like that I, was, I felt like I, I realized yesterday how willful I am. Yeah, you're yeah. willful. Yeah. 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 It's it's pretty it's pretty intense. You know? It's been your survival mode. Right. It's what kept you you had to develop it because you had to become independent or you'd be just destroyed. Right. You had to. And so being willful was your protection, your identity, your way of, of making your space for yourself. Because you had to do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's so, yeah, so young that it, it's so ingrained. It's like, that's what I mean. It's like, yeah. it's so deep in me. Yeah. It, it's like, feisty. Yes. You know, and I feel yes. it. And it's like, yes. You know, and so, so surrender feels like, I don't know what it feels like, really. I mean, that's why it's just a little tidbit of like, yeah. Surrender, like to to, so like the silence mind. even brings up something, huh? But I'm talking right. about surrender on mass, surrendering personal will, a right. defined will. I'm talking about surrendering that as a piece of energy, as a way that defines the the sherry character. Surrendering that. Okay, and see, I, I, I say that again because that's I, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm like I don't quite get that. Yeah, isn't it amazing how mind just kind of like whoa whoa when it's hitting right. someplace new? It's like. Can't get it, can't get it, words are just cruising by. It's amazing, isn't it? Then you know you're onto something, you know? And it's like, I can't hear this. Okay, sorry, deviation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that personal will, and I've got to say personal will because it was, it's what the personal I, the individual Sherry, as the individual was forming, it was her will, was her primary tool. With some people, it was fear. Fear would make them imagine that they're protected. An alertness for danger, avoidance of violence makes you feel. You've heard different things through the week of what makes, makes people feel that, 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 that they're safe. Okay? But for you it was, it was something out there, not a retreating thing. It was an out there thing. Okay? So, so then a strong sense of will became how you identify the Sherry character. That feisty willfulness just became the main toolkit for survival. So now we're left with an age, we're left in the, in the, the era of, well, you, you kind of don't need it anymore. Well, it's not working, you know? Correct. It's, because it's, because it's, it's not working. Yeah. Right. It's really, and, and I ask myself, do I know that? I do. I mean, am I, I just, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's like, I can't, it's like I used to, as I said earlier, I throw myself out like the will, just says, go, get going. I can't do it anymore. Super. I don't know where to go. Yeah, yeah. It's worn out. It's, it's <laughs> obsolete, you know? Right. So that's my personal being worn out. Yes. Okay. So now the thing is, <clears throat> you kind of have to hand it over. 
because your mind doesn't know how to operate the personal I without it. Because it's been, it's been who you are. It's been so, such a definitive point in the Sherry character. That how, how, how to operate without this. What's very useful is to surrender to it. It's like it gives your mind something else to hang on to instead of going to, to drag up the defined personal will. Instead of dragging that up and, and, and connecting to the world with that, right. what you do when you're going there is like, no, I'm surrendering the personal will to the divine will. Or not my will but thine. Whatever, whichever one of those. Surrendering personal will to the divine will. Whatever one of those is, is the wall that you hit now instead of going in and picking up the tools of the defined personal willed person. Right. I, I, I get that sense in, in what you're saying. I just don't know like what that feels like. I, I don't know what, okay, so I get You'll have to try it. But, so I get, but I, maybe it's like I'll, I'll know that if I stop throwing yeah. myself out. That's right. Okay, so no matter what, I stop throwing myself out. But then I think, okay, so I'll know when I'm throwing myself out. I guess I'll know. Oh, that. for sure you will, yeah. Yeah, because that's what I'm, I, I know yeah, yeah. I'm doing that. So yeah. when I know I'm throwing myself out, I have to pull that. Just probably say, whoops, not my will but thine. And that's your anchor, not my will but thine. And then see what happens. Because that's your preventative measure to stop you going into strong personal life. Not my will but thine. Okay. Now, now, now let's see what happens. It's like that. And you won't know what way it goes. And then see what happens. So I, would, I know I'd be stopped in my tracks. Yeah, uh, you got it. Okay. You'd be stopped in your tracks. And then see what happens. And then see what happens. Yeah. 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 Sure, it's on its way down to edge, so beta's on route. desire to be desireless. Yes. Mm. It's a desire to. Right. So that has to be. It's the ultimate desire, actually. Right. That has to be dealt with. Uh-huh. Observed, dealt with, unpacked. That's what that yes. Is. It's just another desire. Because inevitably it comes up. Yes. Here. Yes. Yes. So it's never what you're desiring. It's the energy of desire itself is what you're after. It's buying the idea of desire. Doesn't matter if it's a cup of coffee or it's to be desireless. Doesn't matter. It's running the desires the blip. Yeah. So that's what they observed here. Aha. Uh-huh. There is desire running. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just, Don't buy it. Just, just like, oh, that's desire, not going there. Right, right. Behind all of that. Okay. Down to it. I'm sure you've all heard stories about walking through the library, suddenly a book drops right out and it's the book you've been looking for when you like. Well, Mukti happened to see a book uh, on a shelf and see me and held it up for me. And I thought you should. (laughs) 
Sitting here uh, in meditation this morning, I um, I haven't really meditated for a long time. Although I've sat quietly and often, but so I was using a, I decided to use a technique which was just to let just go with a, a breathing in uh, and you know the air or energy going through my body. Uh, from the head all the way down. And I kept on doing that. And um, I remembered that years ago when I um, did more meditating, a lot of it was really with regard to the heart, breathing in and out here. And I was aware of a, a lot of pain in the left side. And I, 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 I felt it as if I felt that as if it was a, an ancient wound, and so I, it's like I, I put my attention on it and very gently breathed with it. As I was doing this breathing this morning, I became aware that that it was my attention was being drawn down and down and down, and. Um, 
and the most attention was down um, with my feet. Um, and I, um, you know, it, when, when I was in Lila Rica, the focus of attention was very much on my feet at that time. And I had, uh, because of the, its numbness, and I had been trying up to that point to do all kinds of, figure out all kinds of ways to heal that, find healing for it. And then, and then email, you, you and I emailed each other afterwards and, and it's like it, it just, it, it dropped. And I, uh, I just thought that, well, that's the destiny of this body. I just let, let the body, whatever the body has to do, it, it, gonna, and I stopped. I stopped doing everything, all the work I was doing on my, except just ma basic maintenance, mm. but nothing else than basic maintenance. Just mm. whatever happens to this body, to, you know, let it happen. And um, and it's made a tremendous difference, um, uh, not in terms of my feet not being known, but in terms of... Mm. Um, and, and then um, I remember that you had... It's interesting when you talk about the cherry, about uh, about what had given her, um, I forget the, what the words were exactly, but when uh, in Costa Rica um, you identified, uh, I, there was a mention of the fact that my feet chakra were, were foot chakras were blocked. And, and I never knew there was chakras in the feet, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew there was chakras in the feet. I think seven is enough. But anyway. I thought you did say that. I don't know anything about feet chakras. Okay, well, did you tell me there's some place, but that's not what I said. Oh, sure, what's okay, your point? There you go. Well, really, the question was, was uh, I, I haven't I'm I'm completely out I, I'm complete I feel like I'm completely out out in left field now at this point um, and uh, don't exactly know where it's going but my question had was going to be was going to be and now it seems to be totally irrelevant um, <laughs> and that is. Uh, and that is, uh, you know, I haven't really paid attention to chakras, and so when you say there's no such thing as a foot feet chakra. No, I didn't say that. I said I never said it. I, did, I, don't, I don't know anything about feet chakras. <laughs> I never said feet chakras because I don't know that they exist. I've never heard that. Okay. Well, anyway, one thing you did say, though, it was fear that my... Then we were talking about a base chakra. I think I'm talking the, about... A base chakra. A base? The base chakra is what we're talking about, not feet chakra. Go on, what's the point? Come on. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the hell the point is. Uh, just I, I, guess, I guess it was just a question of whether, whether, there, was some, whether there was some work necessary on my part that had to do with uh, open up, opening up this, what I consider to be my feet chakras. <laughs> 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 I don't know, maybe there's sheep, 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 I don't know. 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 I don't know
Because somebody got to me about feet chakra. What's that? You got a new chakra now? Yeah, he's got a couple of them. Well, now that I have made a complete ass of it, and maybe that's fine. Absolutely. Maybe that's fine that I'm making a complete, Absolutely. complete asshole of myself. Somebody said, I think, something like that. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Anyway, I made an ass of myself. It's fine. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. And, uh, yes. However, the next one, right. the next one in line, go ahead. Across to Richard. Are, are, do you want to go? No. Is there somebody, no, no, there's somebody here? Just faster than we'll go for a back. Well, I think I would like to make an ass of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, last night I didn't sleep very well. I felt like uh, things happening during the day just came down, and there was just such a feeling of old regrets and old shames and old just a shitload, just truly a shitload. So I really didn't sleep too well. Um, and the, just before waking, I had a dream that there was a desert and there was a stream of sewage going. Wow. Just going away. And I was with someone walking out in the desert, and they said, I think that's enough now. I think we don't have to go further. So, so I came back. Yeah. And do, during the process of all this unloading of shit, um, I was able, I would get pulled and pulled in the story, and I was able to come back, and I tried that whole thing of looking at the character, looking at, standing back and looking at the character. It was successful some of the time. Okay. This morning in the meditation, um, I had this image. I, I, you know, I been, had been a student of the Course in Miracles for many years. It's supposed to take one year. I was in special ed. Of the Miracles in the air. I really didn't get an A anyway. So, but, but, Help me with that was the idea of when there's you know shame or whatever comes up to give it to the Christ figure. So so I did that this morning. And then I really saw that that's a, an image and a, it's a it's a kind of a technique. And in a sense it's somewhat parallel to just letting it go to the to the nothing because that yes. energy yes. just neutralized. Absolutely. So it, it neutralizes energy. Very similar to that. And then I really, really got into how my cover has been to find a safe place inside. So from a little child, I had a whole world of imaginary friends. I still remember their, their, their old friends. I still remember their names. Yeah. And so as a way of not feeling hurt, I just go inside a cave. And that's why it feels really great to be in those little cubbies too, because it feels yeah. like um, So, 
really, it's never silent inside. It always feels like there's dialogue. I'm, I'm always talking to somebody, like I'm telling you what I want to tell you. So I kept pulling back. I kept getting the images of a rubber band. I pull back, I'd go back in, I pull back. I'd go. So I guess I just have to keep doing it, just keep keep seeing it and stopping it. I guess that's the only thing I can think of. But I'm just, you know, you said to me the first day, of, it seems like you set up this fantasy world, and I think that's true. So I'm really looking for ways to blow, just blow it away. So the, the, the internal cave that you developed way back, mm-hmm. you've got to find out if, if you can, you know, explode it, put explosives inside the cave and, and blow it up. Sure. You know, it's not boarding it up, it's actually destroying yeah. it totally. Yeah. Can it be a, you know, can your place of refuge not exist anymore? That's what I think that the inquiry can do, because you're pulling away from, I mean, yes. but it's, it's been so helpful just really seeing everything as energy, and then starting with the love, and then being able to do it with all that shit, yeah. apparent shit. Sure. And so will the character be all right without any refuge, without any reference um, point that is safe? Well, I need to trust that that's so, and then work, work and see. I, I, think, I think it will. But I, I think it feels like there'll, there'll, there'll be a little process there. All right. Yeah. All right. That's where we start then. Okay. That the internal okay. reference point becomes no more, just because it just disappears. Uh-huh. So this whole thing of dialogue, I mean, it's, 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 it's starting to be just outrageous. The internal dialogue. Just outrageous. I can't, I pull, I would, I, and I think because we're sharing and everything, so it would, it would often be talking to you, and then I'd see it and pull back, and then immediately t- talk to you about how I just pulled back. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. And it keeps the mind just, you know, it's, it's great for, for just keeping things going because it doesn't end. But I was never aware. I, I kind of was aware, was never aware of how, how outrageous it was, how it just totally yeah. yeah, that's one of the things of, you know, silent retreat, even though your position is least silent. But still, when there's like not a lot of talk and you get to see the garbage that I mind know. entertains itself. It's with such a funny day. name, the silent retreat. <laughs> Yes, it's totally noisy inside. This is this is what's seen. Yeah. Is the garbage, the continuous garbage that's on inside. Because when you're talking, you're entertained. You're, you're yeah. not looking inside. Yeah. And if you can't talk, it's like jeepers. You get to see a whole other layer of mental chatter. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know where I Yeah, sure. You're fine. It's almost too late to tell us, but I want to tell it anyway. Uh, I had a dream before I, before so-called I woke up this morning. That part I don't want to talk about yet. Maybe never, but the dream I want to say. Uh, there were a few of us, um, and part of it wasn't clear, but somebody had died of cancer. And it was, of course, a tragedy. And then one, but that was a story, that person wasn't exactly there, but the few of us, of course, me as the star, 
And then Veda, <laughs> sorry Veda, was uh, there and he was dying of cancer. And either he didn't know it or this, oh, it was three people. Three guys. And we were in a work situation or something like that. And um, either he didn't know he was dying of cancer or this other person, a young, sort of shortish woman, didn't know who was crazy about him. We were real close, it was three of us working together. Um, well, uh, either she didn't know he was dying of cancer or he didn't know he was dying of cancer. Somebody didn't know he was dying of cancer. Yeah. And um, it was real, real, I mean, goats. It was, it was real sad. It was real sad. Okay. And um, this little bit I just want to say, I had a brother who died of cancer when he was youngish in his early 40s. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, I woke up with such, talk about juice, it was so exciting that the guy was dying of cancer, I mean, there was so much, wow, both of these, all of it, he was dying of cancer. He didn't know it, or she didn't know it, but just immense amount of juice, I mean, like, yay! Really a shot. Wow, is that the coolest dream in well the, it I couldn't have had a cooler dream. I mean I was so yeah. excited about this yeah horror and sadness yes. and cancer and yes. Yeah, it was um wow. Yeah. 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 And then mm, in the so-called waking part, you know, reread and just finished your book. Reread it, and then that part about at the end where the, you don't exactly say, but try to stay in that before you well, you say, try to, before you wake up. Try to stay that. Well, that was. For a long time, I've been saying, I, 
I want to say to myself, I mean, you don't say this to your sure. niece. No, you do, actually. <laughs> Contradiction between what is real and what is unreal. There's no way to behave in the unreal because the body mind is 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 part of the unreal. But wait a minute. So, oh, I guess you can't wait a minute. But <laughs> huh? Contradiction between seeing seeing the truth within the dream and the dream. There's no point of where knowing that it's truth in any way interferes with the flow of what is not truth. So it, it kind of takes care of itself. The automatic functioning um, has a sort of a, a seeming appropriateness to it. If, if there's no I in the way who's editing in any way. So when... But you're not... I mean, this sounds good. No, but you are. Oh, you're I editing. Know. How would I not start roaring laughing if somebody's telling me that their mm. dog just died? It's okay. like, if there's ownership over the seeing, yes, that could be an issue. You'll have to, like, this is not real and it's known that it's not real. 
and, 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 and then laughter can arise spontaneously. And so I'm supposed to behave in a different way. All of that is I. All of that is I. Without any ownership over the seeing, some kind of appropriateness will, will happen. You can't stop it, you can't start it, you can't edit it. None of that is a play. So the one who imagines, how, how, how do you not laugh at tragedy? It's like, well, that's the I imagining that there's a right and wrong way to behave. Okay. That's what okay. that is. Okay, I almost, I, <laughs> yeah. I almost get that. Yeah. There's an eye involved, imagining that there's a, 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 a conflict in some of this. There isn't. There's just what's unreal. And the seeing that this is unreal is within the movie. It's within the movie. It's not in contrast or in conflict with the movie. It's a movie phenomenon. Yeah. Awakening is within the movie. Oh, you know... Okay, I'm, I'm gonna borrow the surrender thing because I'm trying so hard to get you to slow down so I can get a little bit of this, but I can hear that I want to get this. Yeah. So yeah. I, I yeah. just need to slow down and let it reveal it to. Yeah. And take a copy of the audience up. Hmm. And take a copy of the audience up. And then on the juice thing in the morning, how you saw that, wow, no matter what the story is, as long as it's presented as real, be it tragedy or, or really silly, there's juice in it because, it's, because of the reality, the, the, mm, the reality feel to it, because of the believability of it. That's juice in itself. So when you woke up this morning, yeah, that's the juice actually. It's not in the subject matter. It gets finer than that. And juice is just the phenomenal like the experience of the, it's like mind is saying, you know, hey, 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 you know, hey, hey, what about, what about us, our dance together, you know? Maya is like luring you in, you know? It's like the Lord of Darkness, you can put it that way, you know? That's what it is, you know? It's just ignorance, huh? And it's just saying, hey, remember the pleasure of this juice in, in getting involved in these stories and believing these stories. You know the no juice of what, we're not talking about that. So-called quality of the so-called story we're talking about, just that there is interest or fascination. That's it. That's it. Yeah, it's the it's the the drug is the yeah. Okay, right, great. The drug is the believability. It's the believing quality. It's not the subject matter. It's not the scene, the scenario. It's no longer about the topics that interest you or don't interest you. It's the believability quality. Including the laughter thing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a kind of a response of because yeah, yeah, it's just a in, response because it is a cosmic joke. That's a linchpin mm. for me. Okay. I mean a huge lynch. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, sure. The laughter thing. Like um, it's just it seems to mean something. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of, yeah. Yeah. And the cosmic joke is that laughter arises. It's not really laughing at something. It's just that they're, it's just hilarious. But is it hilarious because of particulars? No, it's not about the particulars. It's like just, it's, I'll be on the floor laughing in my own in Ireland sometimes, like in my flat. Am I? Ah! 
glorious thing. And I mean, there is nothing to laugh at. <laughs> nothing to laugh at. I mean, but there's just this laughter, and it's some kind of thing that goes on in mind in the total seeing. But you don't know what is ridiculous, but there's something hilarious about, you know, a bird jumps on the window. It's hilarious! (laughs) (laughs) You know? Like, it's it's nuts. So it's it's like the interplay, the interplay of when, when there's no reference point for mind, every movement has just joy bursting into hilariousness. It happens. It's like something is out, but it has to be relative to in. Because it's in the movie. It's all within the movie. No matter what we talk about, no matter how much awake, how much of a set it's in the friggin' movie. Something's still compromised. The laughter that you're talking about in your flat, rolling around laughing, that's out of the movie though, right? It's all movie. It's all movie. It's all movie. There's some kind of a, a juxtaposition of I, I don't know what I don't I don't have to I don't, I don't know some clarity needs to come around this of exactly what that is. I'm sure it's been written about, but I'm not really a bookie well, one. So. Osho used to, somebody mm-hmm. supposedly mm-hmm. asked asked Osho how he got what he did for physical exercise. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna tell that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a I could tell it another time. Okay. So. Yeah, okay. But you get that about the juice, the believability of the juice. There's the believing quality. It's not the subject matter of anything. Yeah, and I, I thought that when you talked about, well, this is kind of, this is redundant. When you talked about juice up until this minute, uh, that it was like what we call juicy. Like sure. Either the, yeah. Or the, yeah. You know, some sort of brown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's anything. Yes, it's anything. Yes. As the eye gets thin, it's not about it's not about what the eye is doing or what it enjoys to do. It's it's not about that anymore. It's just the desire for juice itself. It's just the buzz of juice itself. And the juice itself is uh, attracted to or interest in or yeah. Yeah, it's it's picked up it's of interest to the eye thought. And it can only exist when there is something believed. When a thought has the believed aspect attached to it. When that energy is running, there is juice on top. So we're kind of constantly, like yesterday and today, we're pulling back. It's not the subject matter. It's not what you think about. It's not, none of these issues are about what you think about, who did where, what, why, how I felt my past. It's not about that at all. It's really not about that. It's about the, the believing quality, the believing aspect, and how it still managed to be believed. It's about the, 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 the way that you've refined mind to work in order to think that you're an individual, how you have refined that, this thought process. That's the only thing we're after here. Believing that, following that, how mind works and trusting it. It's like, what the heck? Why? Huh? Do you see? Mm. 
that you see automatically is that you back into the Yeah. You gotta let it go and you see, too. You see, and yeah, it's like, oh yeah, okay, it's just annoying. Will we move the mic across the side a little? Just, well, just quick. Is it really quick? Yeah. Okay. The mic's open. Okay, because I want to run it off. I wanted to do it. You answered it with what you just said, but um, like the thought creates the emotion um, when I saw that around attachment or whatever, and that's just what I would. The character Maureen would interpret as the heart, or whatever. That's just a build-up of, of attachments to those thoughts, whatever where they came from, and and then seeing that it, that's just another yeah seeing believing those thoughts, yeah. anything of the heart, even yes, anything of the heart and the attachment. And, yes, and um, and then when there's a wave of love, kind of seems to come from nowhere. Yeah. Just that's the same. It's, yeah. It still started with somehow. With belief or thought that well, well, it's, not it's an interpretation on the word, on the feeling. Exactly, you have it. You have it. You put okay. an interpretation on a lump of energy that's moving. It's just okay. it could be grief, it could be joy, and loved it all. Could be it's devotion, love. Yeah, love yeah, because we like love, no? <laughs> yeah. Who do you want this to go to? Uh, Kathy on route. Oh, sh- oh. Well, no, Elliot just said, I was going to <coughs> add on one theirs, then he should go next, because I was going to change the topic. Okay. okay. It just occurred to me that is the spontaneous laughter, just the perception that the ridiculousness of belief itself, that anything could be believed. It's, it's not as a result of a perception. Um, but, but when it hits... Perception seems to ignite it even further. What is perceived seems to ignite it even further. But what is perceived never starts it. It can't initiate it. And it's like it's a physiological happening when there is no connection at all, just no connection to the movie. Like mind is completely vump. Something is like absolutely not, not running any perception at all. And the only way that the body can manage this is by shaking itself through laughter. Mm. Mm. Oh, okay, the clarity came. <laughs> okay, so the body shakes itself through laughter because it can't, it, that's, yeah. that's, that's what it does. It's just rattling itself, do you know? And any movement at all is just seems to like, whoa. <laughs> and it's, it's because a bird landing on the windowsill, there's no place to put it. There's no labeling, there's no seeing, it's not even energy, it's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> It's not even energy. There isn't even energy. And because there isn't even energy, some apparent movement has no place to land, and so the body rattles again. And it's hilarious! That's the physiological byproduct, is that it's hilarious. But sure, I mean, it's not funny in the way we understand humor. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, um, but uh, your mind will tell you it's absolutely hilarious. So it's the, the start before the bird landed. It was this, it's the movie itself. The, the, absent, the, the scene through the movie itself? What, no, what ignites? What ignites it? What ignites it? Everything I say is going to be kind of stupid. So as a pointer, like, uh, it's, it's, it's a state, I don't know, is it, can we call it a semantic of some sort? I don't know, I don't know. Um, it's a state, 
um, where there's absolutely no reference point and the body can't take it. So it goes into laughter to keep a compulsive shaking going because it, I don't know, maybe it could combust, relief, I don't know. Right? If there's no reference point, that maybe it's experienced as a tremendous relief, I mean, gigantic relief. There's nobody there to know it. All it is is that the body is roaring laughing and you've absolutely no reason why. You can't stop it, it's just, you know, yeah. like, like, like you're really stoned. Do you know? And you just, you, you, do you know, do you ever get so stoned that you, you actually can't, you, you, you're in pain with laughter. You've totally lost what was funny, I mean, forget it, like, but you're actually, you're, your body's gone into this convulsion of laughing and you're like, please make it stop. It's, it's kind of like that without the please make it stop because there's no desire running. It's like the body is completely, completely caught up in this thing which is coming out as laughter, laughter, laughter. And of course, there, there's, there's, experientially, there's, it's totally not pleasant or unpleasant, so therefore it's perfectly fine, you know? Because, because it's not registering as pleasure or pain, so it's totally lovely, of course, because it's lovely with, with no opposites anyway, you know? But for nobody, you know? <laughs> You're kind of getting the, the you know, the... the yeah. The films. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like being so out of it that the body can't take it. But it's, there's nothing out of it. It's just that the movie has no reference point and the body just has to keep shaking, has to keep shaking to cope with it. So it laughs. Mm. Does it ever express through like crying? No. 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 Is this what we witnessed with James last week? Yes. Yes. Yeah, and then as he was coming in and out, he was like, he was laughing at something. Oh, no, he wasn't. Yeah, his mind made it sure because he was like pointing at something and started roaring laughing and pointing at something because he had no place to put the window, the wall. But he was looking at it and roaring laughing. It's like, yeah, hello, a wall is entertaining. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he was looking. No matter what he looked at, it was hilarious. There's no reference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Does it think it would be like it because there's a vacuum? That something has to fill it? I don't know. There's just nothing. <coughs> no, it's at the body. It's a physiological body can't cope. And it has to keep keep the vibration moving. Yeah, that's what It's like a lift. That's, a lift that's of some sort. That's where I was going. Oh, okay. Mm. You're saying it's, it's relief for the body, too. I mean, it's yeah. Whole, it's yeah. previous state of, of yeah. holding it together like a rubber band. Yeah. Even... even Maybe even, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. There's no, yeah. nothing to hold it together. Yeah, yeah. It's great for the body, for sure. It's a, ideally, it's a, I don't know much about this, but it's a trauma response, too. Like, um, there's, you know, this Peter Levine talks about how after a big trauma, there's, if there's nothing blocking it, the body, if, you know, humans, animals, whatever, will go into some kind of shaking. That's like, if yeah. nothing's blocking the experience moving through. That's it. That's really it. It's a release. Yeah. yeah. So physiologically, yeah, yeah. It's passing through. Absolutely. Physiologically, yeah. it's the same. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a release yeah. or a lift, a lift, because the old is being shaken off. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Does he talk about it as laughter in the shaking or just shaking? I'm just talking Peter about the shaking. The shaking. Yeah. He's talking. I'm sorry. No, you said there's a shaking of the of the release from the trauma. 
Yeah. Does he describe it as laughter or is no, it just no, no, no. It's just like, like he has films of polar bears doing it. Okay. okay. They, yeah. They might be laughing. <laughs> they could be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Usually the people right. who've had the trauma sure. aren't. <laughs> sure. It's more like just a okay. yeah, body thing. Okay. Um, Showtime started pretty early for me today. And um, I had started spasming. And I went into a lot of, you know, I started having a lot of pain. And despite everything that I was doing, nothing was working. Mm. Um, and so then I, I went into sort of like a panic that, and I've had this um, sort of from early years. This panic where I'm not going to survive. And um, the reason why I'm interested in, uh, in talking about it is because um, I've been uh, told, and it's, it's interesting what was just said, um, you know, I have uh, PTSD, post traumatic stress mm -hmm. disorder. And so when something uh, so current things that are in my current life that, while they may be problematic, you know, I'm not going to die, they can trigger mm. a cellular body memory. Mm. And I uh, had that happen to me this morning. Um, and, and I'm fortunate I've had it worse uh, at, a, you know, at other times. But uh, my question is, you know, so I was trying to you know, breathe into it. And I was trying to, you know, sort of hold you know, hold the pause, as I call it, or, you know, whatever, you know, hold, try to put some space around it. But, you know, I felt very sucked into it, and I realized, for me, that this whole thing of control is in part to prevent this panicked feeling. You know, I mean, that, that came to me in a flash, that, mm -hmm. you know, the control I put in many parts of my life, mm -hmm. and it's, it's almost like this crystalline structure or something, that, mm -hmm. you know, but... You know, it's to prevent this. Yes. Um, so, um, so anyway, I, I'm very grateful. It it did pass. It didn't, um, you know, get get worse. And you know, my my mind was thinking, okay, what can I do so this doesn't happen tomorrow? Maybe I need to do something. What's so bad about it? What's, what's the the the, yeah. the 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 panic and the anxiety yeah, and the spasm? Yeah, I'm not going to survive. That part is the part that's the problem. And if you do, you do, and if you don't, you don't. Well, you know, I'm not that detached around the whole thing yet. You know, I just, you know, you know, I'd like to, you know, survive a little longer. Um, so it might kill you. You might die. Your heart might stop. What's what's going to make you not survive? Well, you know, I, you, I, you, we can talk about it from a rational level, Jack, but when I'm in it, it's like I'm thrown back into an earlier memory, an earlier experience that wasn't pleasant. Sure. You know, that, that okay. Was. But this morning was 2011. Yes, okay. that's true. So, so what's the step between this happening, right, this incident happening, mm -hmm. and then the belief that I'm not going to survive it? I'm after that. It happened so quick. I mean... It's more I find myself in it, like, oh, sugar, I'm here again, you know? It's one of those. Okay, so if you're in it, then the thing to do is either believe it or accept it. And you're believing it. And I'm after that. 
And I, I really, I don't care how horrific your past was. This is a thought structure that you have every, every power to break or keep going. And I would not work with you to keep going something that is keeping you in pain. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, in that moment, you can either go with the belief, because you're in the belief at that moment, okay, it's so fast and it grabs you and you're right in there. All right? I'm not going to survive this. Is there some way, some way of saying, okay, then you know what? Let it take me. Let it take me. If acceptance, if you've got a glimmer of objectivity there, then let there be acceptance of, of death. And it loses its power. And the whole thing will start to some way domino effect back. To some extent. Well, that would be very helpful. And I will say this, that you know, one of the questions I've had that it just hasn't kind of fit into the flow of things yet is around surrender. I don't feel I do surrender yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, I would, I would love to hear more about surrender. I mean, um, that is, that's a key problem I have, I guess, or my controller, mm -hmm. you know, I mean. Um, yeah. So just to say, okay, when I'm in the throes of it, just to say, all right, let it have me. Yeah. This is going to kill me now. Fine. I'm fine with that. Then you've totally disarmed it. But you can't conceptually do it. You've actually got to be okay about dying in any moment. Well, you know, I've, I guess I've gotten a little attached to this body. And, you know, maybe I have some trouble with... Although it's almost happened to me twice now. Um... No, I must have trouble with dying. I'm, yes, I'm that's right. Yeah. That's what this is about. Yeah. Trying to control your own death. It's going to happen sometime, you know? I think I've lived with that fear for a while. Yeah. I could use... Um... Alright, so... It just sounds like I just need to accept and let it happen. Your mortality. Yeah. Exactly. And when it's going to happen, it's not up to you. You can even go to an astrologer to find out exactly. I wouldn't recommend it. But you can go to an astrologer and find out the day you're going to die. You can. What are you going to do? Spend your whole life? I mean, it would drive you nuts, no? To have that kind of information. But it's there. It's there. Body-mind destiny is kind of predictable. So, I'm, I'm attached. I want to live a long time. I'm attached. You might, you might not. Drop the desire. You're going to die when you're going to die. You can't do anything about it. But if you accept it, I'm sure you live in the day and it's okay. And you do the best you can and when it's over, it's over. You have no control over that at all. None. It's already written. So today you spend accepting my mortality is fine. I live as long as I live, and when I die, I die. With softness. Just to dissolve all fear of physical death, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, you need to dissolve that. It's like an anvil hanging over your head. Yes, yeah, it is always in the background. And it and it you know, as I, 
Before I went, to, no, that's interesting. Before I went to sleep last night, yeah. I was thinking, you know, you know, we're, you know, I know she's under the controller, but what keeps my controller going is this whole yeah fear thing. I've fear of yeah. protect. Dead. You've got to protect. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay, to the point of where I'm going to die when I'm going to die, I really couldn't give a crap. Like, go to that point of where in your belly. So what? It's just a show. Okay, now I know this is probably going to be a dumb question, but, you know, and maybe it seems pretty easy for other people in the room to do, but I'm not quite sure how to get from A to B here. Okay. Yeah. Start talking to your mind about physical mortality. Say, well, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Rather than, it's going to happen, reaction. It's like... Oh yeah, I just felt a contraction. Yeah, yeah. So stop the contractions. That's your automatic response. Just to to run it, where there's something relaxed. Where it doesn't have any knock-on effect. I'll give it my best shot. I... I mean, I'm not trying to qualify here. I'm yeah. trying to You are. Here. Yeah, yeah. You are. You've got to dissolve your fear of death. All the controller revolves around it, it seems. The controlling stuff. Okay, this seems like a big task to me, I guess. Not really. It's just, okay. it's just no, it's just moving from... From one idea about death to another idea about death. Just yes. step by step. Just chip away, chip away, chip away. You've got a lot of time today. Chip away, chip away. I've got all time. Don't, don't, because saying it's too big means you don't want to do it, basically. You don't want to do it. That's what that is. Give it a go, you know? Just well, do it. Yeah, I guess, I guess I feel like the cafe, you know, I, oh shit, well, anyway. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. that person, that won't be around anymore. I don't know. I'm, That's okay. right. She won't. No, you're in satsang. Kathy is dying. That's why you're in satsang, no? To see through the Kathy character that she's not who you are. Yes, yes. I keep coming. Um, well, maybe this basm stays with the Kathy character, huh? Maybe. Yeah. All right. All right. I, w- I am going to talk about death to myself all through today. Yes, yes. I may be depressed by the end of the day. <laughs> so you just want to project that idea in there now or something? Or? <laughs> uh, I'm afraid. I'm going to be yeah. really honest with you. I'm afraid. Yeah, before you even start it? You're setting yourself up, you see. Okay, all right. Just do it. Don't I'll be do setting it. yourself up and just do it. Like, okay. Like the Nike commercial. Okay, I'll just do it. Thank you very much. <laughs> 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 <laughs>